This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Toronto wants to throw for it. The downfield shot. He drops it in. Touchdown. Marvin Harrison Jr. On a fourth and short, they find the end zone. What a gamble and what a throw. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. With Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Lots to go in this show. We'll get to some MLB. NFL win totals, whether or not we agree or disagree with the BetQL model, that's coming up next hour. Right now, though, we'll go out to the Roman guest line. Ed Fang, our buddy of the Power Rank. You can sign up for his free email newsletter at the Power Rank. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Talk a lot of college football here. Ed, welcome back to the show. Always a, a fun time of the year as we get close so football is a few days away from week zero. And, you know, I was looking at your newsletter on Saturday, and, Ed, the one thing that stood out to me right away at the top of that one was the Heisman Trophy, your thoughts on on some of the names that are involved there with the odds. And you, you had a couple of pretty big long shots there. So take us through your your thoughts on the Heisman this year and where there might be some value in the betting market. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, guys. And uh, I, I like to get – I've gotten more into, you know, player-type betting over the years because uh, – like NFL draft, just because it makes me get out of the team metrics that is kind of my specialty at the power rank. It makes me think about what's going on with players. And for the Heisman, what really opened up my eyes was some work that Edward Egros did for my preview series, my podcast preview series last year, showing that – it's very unlikely that the favorite wins. So since 2009, Marcus Mariota is the only favorite to have been the preseason favorite and then gone on to win the award. So does that mean C.J. Stroud is not going to win the award this year? No, not at all. I don't think that data is ever going to be a perfect predictor. And, you know, he's like plus 200 right now to win the award. So, so we do have to respect him as a favorite. But it does suggest right now that the value is trying to find some long shots. So in that newsletter, I tried to find uh, a couple of long shots. And um, so two of them that I bet, uh, first was Jackson Smith Najiba, who's the wide receiver from Ohio State. He uh, was in a wide receiver room with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson last year. And uh, at one point, someone was interviewing the three of them and asked who was the best receiver. And both those first round NFL back draft picks pointed at Smith Najiba as the best receiver in that room. The receivers, uh, his statistics certainly back that up. They're just insane numbers. Uh, That offense is gonna be ridiculously good to the dismay of all the people that I live with here in Ann Arbor. Uh, I think they're gonna be amazing. The only problem there is he's probably gonna split votes with CJ Stroud and uh, Travion Henderson, the running back there. I personally think Smith Ajiba's talent is gonna take over by the end. So 50 to one right now, uh, I, I want a part of that. The other one I like right now is uh, Stetson Bennett. So, you know, if you told me that a quarterback won the national title, had the most 
uh, efficient passing offense last year by my adjusted yards per pass attempt. And he gets his top three receivers back. I think you would put him uh, near the hot top of the Heisman list, you know, if he were taller than six feet tall. But Stetson Bennett is not taller than six feet tall. He's 5'11", and for some reason, he's 101 odds right now. We have spent three seasons doubting uh, this quarterback. And, uh, you know, I think he deserves a little more respect than that. I mean, I can't imagine that this number doesn't come down uh, a little bit. You know, they're pretty big favorites against Oregon in this opener. If he has a good game there, uh, you know, those odds are going to come down. So I just think there's a lot of value in those two guys right now. And we'll see how uh, everything breaks down after that. Ed, earlier in the uh, college football offseason, we had a couple of betters that also uh, run, run their own numbers. And and they were saying that this year, more than others, in the maybe it's a race to be first, but they noticed that the college football win totals were off compared to their numbers more than in the past. And, and that could be a number of reasons, namely the transfer portal. When you ran your numbers for this upcoming season, did you find that? Or um, were, were you kind of in line with the sports books? I certainly found some, found some value, and I definitely want to talk about that. Um, I certainly I ran things a little bit late, kind of you know early August, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be surprised if a sharp were running this in June and July and found uh, a lot of value. And and you hit it right on the head, Joe. I mean, the reason is the transfer portal. You know, you can just get guys uh, for the best example is USC. So when I run my model, uh, I'm looking at the four. Uh, previous years of the USC program. And I'm trying to project essentially based on, you know, team history, uh, program history, how good you've been in the recent past. And, and that puts USC in the fifties. And this is not too surprising. Uh, you know, Bill Connolly does similar things, does a better job with returning production. And he also has USC in the fifties. Uh, but you can't really evaluate this team unless you can do a better job of evaluating their transfers. And, you know, the, the big name ones are Caleb Williams, the quarterback coming over with Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. And then Jordan Addison from Pitt might be the best quarterback, quarterback, excuse me, the, one of the best wide receivers in the nation. Um, you know, Pittsburgh had such a good season with Kenny Pickett last year. But when you but the thing that stuck out to me when I was looking at that offense was was Jordan Addison, just just insane numbers last year. And, uh, you know, when you account for both of those guys, then you start getting that USC is a top 20 team. And I don't know if that's uh, necessarily uh, true, if they're, if they're really going to live up to a top 20 billing. But uh, the conference isn't particularly good. Uh, and, and you can see them winning a lot of games. Ed, I'm a member of the Power Rank, and as a member, I get access to your college football predictions. And I went down a rabbit hole uh, studying this last week. I was texting Paul, I just want to do like this big parlay, but I stopped myself. You know, (laughs) parlays are like junk food. I'm trying to practice self-control here. But I'm looking, so for those who aren't members, it'll say like, you know, this team will beat that team by X amount of points. So it's really valuable information that you have. Are there, is there a game or two that you have your eye on that you really like for week zero? Yeah, absolutely. So Aaron, I do want to point out that I just updated them this morning. And uh, so some things are different. So a couple other things, Uh, when you were looking at them yesterday, it was mostly my market model, which takes win totals in the markets and backs out uh who uh, 
backs out the the rating for each team based on their schedule. Uh, now there's actually a couple more factors in there as well. I've also properly tagged neutral games uh, such as uh, uh, Northwestern at Nebraska. I uh, I was an idiot and didn't do that for for the ones that you were looking at. And, and one of the ones that you do need to tag as a neutral game is Clemson uh, and Georgia Tech. And this is a game that uh, I see value in. I see value in Clemson minus 21 and a half. My numbers have it closer to 23. And Clemson is a team that really stunk on offense last year. And I, I just have to think that they're, they're going to regress to where the program average is. Uh, they will not be as bad as last year. They, they still need to prove that. Uh, DJ Uvila may or may not be the quarterback for the season, but he is going to get some competition. And I just expect them to get back to where their program has been, not as bad as they were last year. Uh, Georgia Tech is is not a program that is very strong this year. You know, Jeff Collins is going into his fourth year, lost a ton of production from last year, and uh, is really a coach trying to hang on to his job. I think this one gets out of hand uh, pretty early. My numbers do like Clemson uh, in that game. So that's just one example of a game um, that my numbers suggest has value on and and when I do my subjective analysis on top of that, I, I agree with that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. And how about a college football win total that, that you like on the board? There's so many. We've gone through so many different conferences the last couple of weeks and trying to pick out our favorites and, and where we think there might be some value. A team may have lost a lot of players, gained a lot of players through the transfer portal. If, if you had to hone in on maybe one or two that you have your eye, you think there's some value on a college football win total, where would we go? I'm going to start with Arkansas. When you go to the SEC West, uh, every single team in that division is in the top 30 of my numbers. And, and that's kind of an insane statement that, that can't be made for any other division in college football. So when you look at Arkansas, it's just, it's just a gauntlet uh, of, of tough teams. And, you know, it, it's not out of the question that they drop a, uh, their first game uh, versus Cincinnati. That's, that's not an easy game at all, even though Cincinnati is uh, probably not the program that, that it was going to be last year. Sam Pittman has honestly done miracles there. Uh, you know, he inherited a team that did not win a lot of games, uh, had a really nice record, had a really good team last year, but they do lose a ton on defense and uh, they do lose their top receiver. 
So it, it, it is a team that, uh, you know, it's a program that, uh, you know, probably took a jump and had a little bit of good fortune last year. Uh, it's going to be hard to kind of replicate that. And it's one of these things where you can easily be the 20th best team in the nation. But when you're playing in the SEC West, you're not going to get the seven and a half wins. So uh, I really like Arkansas under seven and a half uh, as, a, as a college football win total. Did you find any value on conference futures for this upcoming season? We're, we've run into, you, you notice sometimes, I don't know that it's groupthink. I don't know that that's completely fair, but I see a lot of people picking on the ACC, looking for someone other than Clemson and uh, Pac-12. There are, it's, it's like, you're going Utah or you're going U.S. You're going one of those two teams. Uh, did you find anything out there? Yeah, I mean, I don't have specific one probabilities for conferences, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stay away from saying anything specific. Um, I kind of expect Clemson to get back to where they were this season. Uh, again, it remains to be seen, but the defense should be just as good as it been in the past. Um, they promoted from within uh, in replacing both of their coordinators. It's you know, it's just a matter of the offense getting on back track. I, and, and even if they're not to the level where they were two years ago with Trevor Lawrence, I think they're going to be a lot better than last year. So I would, I would warn against picking against Clemson in the ACC. Okay. Um, I know you mentioned Clemson. Uh, you really like them week one. Is there any underdogs that you really like week zero or week one? Yeah, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about uh, Nebraska at Northwestern. So yes. Nebraska is an interesting team to me because they went 0-7 in one-score games, which is almost impossible to do uh, <laughs> when you when you have a record like that in one-score games. It tends to strongly regress to 500 the next season. So we can expect uh, you know a lot of improvement for this Nebraska team. But, of course, they got a lot of questions at the quarterback position. They're bringing in uh, Casey Thompson from Texas. Yeah, not sure that that is the solution for for Scott Frost, who is is certainly in a win now mode. He brought in double digit number of transfers, and he's really hoping that that uh, can elevate his program. You look at Northwestern, uh, who really really had a dip last year from from their program average, uh, coming off of a, a actually a division title the year before. So. Can they get better? I'm not sure that they can get better. I don't really see where they can get better, but they certainly were a lot lower than their program average under Pat Fitzgerald last year. So, um, you know, I haven't bet this one, but my numbers have Nebraska by 11 in this game. So it's just a little bit of value in the underdog in Northwestern. This game's being played in Ireland. Um, it's one, one of the games that is now properly tagged as a neutral game out there. Uh, Possibly a little bit of value in the underdog Wildcats if you can uh, not throw up too much on your way to making that bet. Yeah, I'm looking to fade Scott Frost, <laughs> so I'm in on that. That, that sounds yeah. good to me. Ed, NFL just a little over two weeks away. How are you attacking this uh, in terms of week one, NFL? Do you have a game you like? Are you looking at, or is there a team you're ready to fade? Give us your thoughts, quick thoughts on the NFL as we are uh, just two weeks away. Yeah, so traditionally my approach has really been team-based. Uh, so the best metrics I have right now are, are my market-based ratings that look at win totals and the probability to go over and under and backing out what a team's rating should be from there. And that gives you week one spreads. The thing I find most interesting is that, you know, those should be consistent, right? So if, if the, the team ratings uh, should be consistent with what the, the week one spread is. 
Uh, in most cases, they are. In one case, they're certainly not. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are, are at seven and a half wins. And uh, when you translate that to a week one spread, that, that says they should be about five-point underdog at Cincinnati. Uh, they are not. They're a six-and-a-half-point underdog at Cincinnati. And this is just an opportunity to, to kind of bet your beliefs. Uh, it, it, it means that there's a lower hold in the market. So if you like Pittsburgh, then you have the opportunity to bet them week one. And actually week two, uh, I guess, New England as well. I have that game as a pick with the Steelers at home. So if you like Pittsburgh, uh, there's opportunity to bet them side those first two weeks. If you don't like Pittsburgh and you think they've gotten really lucky over the last two years, they've also they've had they're the opposite of Nebraska. They've had an incredibly, incredibly strong record uh, in close games over the last two seasons, which has compensated for the steep decline that Ben Roethlisberger took over those years. Um, you know, uh, maybe you don't like Pittsburgh. You think they're going to regress on defense, which is always a reality in the NFL. Even though I like the talent on that side. Then, uh, then you would take the under on, on seven and a half wins. So I'm actually probably leaning towards uh, – I, I like the side in Pittsburgh week one. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not convinced yes. about Cincinnati at all. I think they got a lot of good fortune last year. I honestly feel like I'm going to be in the minority of that opinion at this point. But either way, the market is giving you uh, a way to either bet for, uh, on the Steelers or against the Steelers no matter what you believe. It's a good opportunity. Ed, you know, we always appreciate hopping on the show. Go sign up for the email newsletter at the Power Rank. That was Ed Fang on the Roman Guest Line. Free online evaluation, ongoing care for you all from the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckUL now to get $15 off your first month. GetRoman.com slash BeckUL. MLB next on the BeckUL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.